want to say thank you to our sponsors, Watchman Cigars, 1812 Barbecue, Blue Collar Cycle Shop, and Hookline and Heroes. Without you, this episode would not be possible. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, where it's our take on life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy, while you, the listener, are getting a degree in common sense. We are broadcasting from the Blue Collar Cycle Studio right here in beautiful Concord, North Carolina. We've got a great show lined up for you, as always. But before we begin, let me introduce you to the starting lineup. To my left, your right, on the radio dial, on the control panel, it is producer Brian. Hey, guys. I, of course, be your host, Biggin, and how about you? We have in studio our special guest, Robert Bellinger from Webmerized. How you doing? And, of course, across the way is the pride of Anderson, South Carolina, but most of you probably know him best as the Silver Tongue One, 2016's Honorable Mention CDC Employee of the Year, the inventor of the Redneck Egg Roll. Give it up on old mic number one. It's Mojo! We picked up an additional sponsor for the show. Uh, we are now being sponsored by Charmin. <laughs> We've got your ass covered for all your coronavirus needs. <laughs> Appreciate you guys tuning in once again to our podcast. Uh, if you're listening to this, then obviously it was a few days before and we recorded it. We are live and safe, mm-hmm. corona-free, so I think, far. so far. I've been drinking corona for a week. I feel great. I wish you would have brought some. <laughs> I thought about it. Uh, go to our website at southernfryphilosophy.com. It is a magical place to land. Magic. Developed by Robert. The Gathering. And uh, you have playable links there. You can follow the show. Show notes are on the uh, – anything we talk about, we post uh, – producer Brian puts on the show notes. I really don't do much anymore on this thing. They just let me show up every once in a while. And uh, go there. Just check it out. We are um, business-friendly, work-friendly, uh, unless you have been quarantined to your house. Then you can also work from home and listen from home. There you go. Um, go to our Facebook page at Southern Fry Philosophy. Also, wherever you download your podcast, make sure you go search Southern Fry Philosophy. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us a like, a rating, review. Um, that's how people find out about us. And especially since people are being quarantined, it will probably boost our numbers a little bit. You ain't bit. got nothing else to do. Yeah. Might as well. It's you a great only... time to catch up on uh, old episodes. Yeah, you can sure. only watch so much Netflix. Mm-hmm. But you can listen to us 24-7. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> our our melodic voices. And if you want to, we can even probably do a whole episode of ASMR or whatever. We tried that, remember? It's that so sounds hard. like a disease. Well, it's probably going to be the next one, right? Yeah. Coronavirus ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> the soft the soft bellowing listenings of the COVID ASMR. Yeah, just check us out there. Um, yeah, just keep spreading the word. That's we're, we're hopefully I can get more as many downloads as they are uh, uh, confirmations of COVID nineteen around the, the world. There you That'd go. Be awesome. That'd be our goal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go to our website. If you scroll all the way down, there'll be a place where it says "Keep in Touch." Put in your email address. We will not spam you. We will not sell your data, but we will send you an email every time we release an episode so you can be informed and ready to go with a playable link where you can click and just listen. uh, Maybe coupons from our newest sponsor for free toilet paper. Charmin. The magic maker. (laughs) We want to say shout out to our listeners. What did you put? You put all the Z's on here, Producer Brian? I mean, those are the ones I could find. 
last okay. week. You know, All right. You said you couldn't find any Z cities. So. That, that we were that actually listened to our show. Well, but anyway, yeah. we would love, and we're going to hashtag all these. These people are going to listen because this their city name will be on the show notes. Sure. So they'll start Googling their city. It will just pop up. That's Zachary. How, that's how the internet works, right, yeah. Robert? Sure. We'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> Zachary, Louisiana, Evansville, Ohio, Zappas, Texas, Zeeland, Michigan, Zephyr Cove, Nevada, Zephyr Hills, Florida, Zion, Illinois, Zionsville, Indiana, Zumbro Falls, Minnesota, and Zuni, New Mexico. Shout out to you people. Hope you listen. I'm going <laughs> to ask you like I ask you every week. Producer Brian, how you be darn? Still kicking. Hey, buddy. Yeah. That's all you can ask for these days, right? <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, no, I'm good. Never mind. Can I tell you guys a story? Please do. Uh, so, Monday, we, we, we recorded a podcast Monday. Mm-hmm. So, Tuesday... I defaulted the dad night, so I got the kids mm. do all the extracurricular activities. Oh, buddy. What all does that entail? Well, to, uh, that day of the week, Tuesday, is uh, swimming lessons. Okay. You know, and just I picked them up from school, all that kind of stuff. So, so I uh, I thought, you know, we're going to do this, you know, go do the extracurricular stuff. I need to go to Lowe's. I just need to run some errands. So okay. Like, we'll just go. We're going to go out to eat. Um this wing place has kids' night. They do like balloons. Ooh, and, you know, kids eat free. I, one of them would have got free free uh-huh. meal kind of thing. All right, super dad here. So we get there a little early. It's like five ten or something. No balloon man. So I'm like, all right, well maybe uh, maybe he'll he's just like later, you know. So we've been there before, and the, the some really good like, balloon animal. Creators. We're talking about the uh, what's his name, Fernando. Yeah. Is that what we were talking about? I don't know. Was it a, I've, I've had a Mexican couple restaurant? No, no. It's uh, East Coast Wings over by North Lake. Okay. So, okay. Good wings. But, I, uh, I would fair to venture that Fernando is not making his way all the way over to North Lake. There's a, there's a few different balloon yeah. guys mm-hmm. around the, I think I think it's actually a balloon balloon mafia, balloon guy mafia. They're all controlled by one handler. <laughs> it probably, yeah, it's probably a, a union out. or something. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, so... You know, we, the balloon man never shows up. So, all right. Well, I told my kids maybe there, maybe not. So they weren't terribly disappointed, even though sure. they already had their animals picked out. Oh, no. I, you know, I tried to talk my son into getting a stegosaurus balloon animal, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, so the bill comes, and I look at the bill, and there's no free stuff on it. Oh. Right. So, hmm. This is odd. And I start thinking real hard. And I think in my head, it was Wednesday, <laughs> which is kids' night. <laughs> at uh, East Coast Wings, so like I, my, my daughter thought this is hilarious. Uh-huh. Like I said, what day is? It? She goes, it's Tuesday, huh? Because I was like, before I went, I was I'm googling kids eat free in Charlotte on Wednesday, right? Because mm-hmm. there's two okay. places we go where kids eat free on. Well, there's like three places we'll go. Two of them have balloon animals. And one's mm-hmm. a Tuesday, mm-hmm. and one's a Wednesday. Should have gone there. Yeah. So it's, mm-hmm. yeah, wrong day. Classic. So, are you going to take her back on Tuesday to get the balloon animal? No, we didn't go back. No, no. But like, so I'm blaming this on daylight savings time, which you I should. did not jump an hour ahead. <laughs> I jumped a day ahead. Hmm. So all week, literally all week, I've been thinking it's like it's Friday today, right? It's like Australian time. Like, I, I'm driving home this afternoon from being up here, and it's like, oh, it's Friday. Tomorrow's Saturday. It's not. No, no. It's Thursday. I have another day to deal with. I woke up on Monday thinking it was Friday. I was like, hey, buddy, that's not the case. That happens a lot, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mojo, how you been doing? I'm just sitting back, eating my keto-friendly popcorn, watching the world burn down. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Is there keto-friendly popcorn? No, no. but um, it's called pork rinds. Yeah, oh. actually, I did have a bag of pork rinds. Another poor dietary choice today, hot and spicy. Mm. But uh, yeah, I'm great. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yeah, I'm just watching everybody panic. Yeah, you know, it's amazing to see the idiocracy kick in. Oh, so, boy. all right, who knows? How about you? Bobber, I'm going to go. I'm going to defer to Bobber because he said he had a story that he wanted to share on the store show, and then I'll, I'll go. So yeah, so I, I recently turned forty, mm-hmm. and you know it's kind of a little bit of an emotional thing on forty, you know, and, and that kind of thing. So I started the whole uh, doctor appointments, little fun mm-hmm. doctor appointments. You hit forty, that's the the magical age. All those fun appointments start, mm-hmm. right? So the first off my list was dermatologist. Mm-hmm. The full body, you know, mold check, you know, I've oh. spent, I'm in Florida, so I spent a lot of time in the sun. So I'm like, you know what? It's not a bad idea. So I go there and I sit in the waiting room in my boxers and then there's little paper blankets. Well, you're get, in the waiting room in boxers? <laughs> well, sorry. Yeah. Started the waiting room oh. forever. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> then you get moved into Jumping the... ahead there. Yeah. <laughs> just a bit. Sorry. sorry. So I'm in, the, I'm in the... You're painting a picture. Remember, Robert. I, I am. Sorry. <laughs> so I'm in the doctor office mm-hmm. room where... And started... And went there for a while, waiting. Finally, three three daughters come in. Three, three. It's it's the assistant. They're the, bringing the heat. Yes, it's the it's the main doctor, assistant, and some other person. I, I don't I don't Just know. Just a rando person they got out of the street. Apparently so. You. Apparently so. So they it's okay. We're going to go through your whole you know check your whole body for moles and all that kind of fun stuff. So they start and everything's normal. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there like, okay, we're going to lay you back. I'm going to uh-huh. look at the bottom of your feet. I'm thinking, okay, sure. no problem. So I lean back. The moment I pick my feet up, oh, all no. three of them give me that weird, oh, no. what is that look? <laughs> oh, no. All their eyes get big, <laughs> and they're just staring at it, and they all kind of turn their head. And, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, dear Jesus, what is going on? And, and they're like, Mr. Bellinger, um, you seem to have a pink glittery sticker that says Discovery on it. <laughs> So that's that's dad life. Uh, my I have two daughters, and um, yeah, there's stickers all over the house. So oh. so yeah, so that was my 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 freak out moment. <laughs> right, pretty, pretty much. Yeah, that would have been terrifying. Well, I got it removed successfully. Uh, that's, the, that's the good news. What's, so how much did that cost? Yeah, how was your copay on that one? It was I don't know yet. Well, I'm sure I'll get a bill for it. Mm. But. Have you had the uh, the bend over and cough one? That's coming up. Ooh. That's fifty, right? Probably. Like fifty, oh, where you get the, there. You get the fifty for the copay. Get the, I've already the had cam, the camera Ooh. up, the uh, old uh, wazoo. Oh no, yeah, I've had that. I had yeah, that you've one. had it all. I think you. You yeah, already checked. I all had your that boxes. at thirty-two. Mm. I'm glad they did it. They're checking your heart, right? I, I, I guess you've <laughs> got to reroute it up that way. <laughs> <laughs> wow. For the rooter to the tutor. Mm. So. Mm. Everything else turned out okay then? Yeah, everything. Everything was good. Good, except for that. But mm. you know that happens. Well, good. I'm glad things turned out okay. Absolutely. Uh, guys, I got to tell you, um, I had a week. Uh, it was uh, a calm, brisk Tuesday, and I'm in my office, and just kind of—I think it was. It could have been Friday. It could have been Wednesday. The balloon man was not there. I know that for sure. Mm, must have been Tuesday. I—I <laughs> uh, I was in my office, and then—and I, you know, we did the SFP insiders, and we've been yucking up the coronavirus. Oh, you guys are overreacting. It's insane. You guys are being ridiculous. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. And um, and I start coughing a little bit in the morning. It was just a little bit. And then as the day progressed, I'm coughing a little bit more. 
and more, and my throat is getting more and more sore. I'm like, oh God, here, here, some, something's up. And I get to the point where I know something. I, I'm not feeling great. I'm tired, um, sore throat, running, and then my nose starts to run. Oh, oh no! So I WebMD myself yet again. Which again, I, my wife has said, no more WebMDing yourself. So I WebMD. Uh, uh, runny nose, sore throat, coughing. Uh, my my joints felt a little little painful. I think that's probably because I, I might have had some bread. Um, I just didn't, and just tired. And the coronavirus popped up. Oh, oh god! Within, I am not kidding you, thirty minutes. I Robert's been working at my house all week, and I'm like, I'm not going to freak him out. I'm going to go outside and go for a, a walk. So I go for a walk and I'm on the phone with my doctor and I say, I think I've got coronavirus. What do I do? And she goes, well, tell me your symptoms. Runny nose, sore throat, achy, feeling uh, uh, like coughing a little bit. And I was like, I think I'm freaking out, but I'm not sure. And then her words were, hmm. Let me give you the number for the North Carolina CDC. Which that doesn't help me either. So now, so now I'm freaking out, thinking, well, she thinks I've got it. Maybe I've got it. So I, I then call them, and they're like, do you have a fever? I was like, I just want to be tested. Like, at this point, I think that I'm overreacting, but I want to be tested. Well, do you have a fever? No, I don't have a fever. Well, you need to have a fever before we can test you. Well, how do I know? Maybe I'm carrying this thing, and I, I don't want to spread it on to other people. Well, you got to have a fever. Like, well, this is pointless. So now I hang up with them. I book an appointment for my doctor. And then and then I had that moment where I'm like, um, I'm going to need to tell Jessica about this because I'm starting to freak out a little bit. <laughs> and, and I went up and I told my wife, and I said, hey, I think I'm being ridiculous, but I've got a runny nose. I've got a sore throat. I'm coughing. I feel an achy and I'm exhausted. She's like, honey, you realize it's time change. And it's your allergies. You do this every year. Don't you remember you have this same thing every year? No, ma'am, I, I don't. I think I have coronavirus. She looked at me and she goes, you're a damn fool. <laughs> you True, True words are never You spoken. are insane right now. Are you kidding me? I'm like, baby, I've been on the phone with the North Carolina CDC. I made a doctor's appointment. She just looked at me like, I have never been more disappointed in you in my life. So you're the first presumptive case in Cabarrus County. Oh, sure. 100%. Okay. All right. Yeah. You know what happened here is the doctor went, stop wasting my time. Mm-hmm. Call the CDC. Mm-hmm. That's Dang what way. it was. I was like, well, why? I said, babe, why did, why did she tell me to call the CDC? She goes, because you're insane. Because they don't want to be held liable for that to tell you you don't. And then what happens if you do? And then you can come back. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, no. She doesn't want to report that. She, yeah. She, she's, <laughs> I'm literally well, washing my hands She didn't want you to come in either. Right. Yeah, yeah 100%. So, I, I... So, you're saying you had a 100% case of the hypochondria? 100%. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I'm taking this class here, Ola, about... It was... It's called... Uh, it, it was titled How to Communicate Better, which I thought it was a class on how to actually communicate. Like, you know, talk better. Uh, enunciate and whatnot. That's not the case. <laughs> so 
I was a little disappointed. Can you, so like so so far, you, can you get your money back on that class? Well, <laughs> my, my, my wife's teaching, so I, we get a free scholarship. So there's that. And then it turns out like my personality is do 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 go down the list hypochondriac. Well, there we go. That explains a bunch of that. So yeah, I'm a hypochondriac, and I had the first preemptive case of coronavirus in my household. So there's that. If you're in the market for a high-quality cigar for a very reasonable price, you must check out our friends at Watchman Cigars. Watchman Cigars is a family-owned business that puts the customer first with the best customer service in the business. Watchman Cigars offers the Habano for a full spicy flavor, the Connecticut for a mild, easy-to-smoke option, and the Maduro for a strong, powerful experience. They even do specialty blends and partner with you to provide a custom, exclusive line just for you. Watchman Cigars has all your cigar needs. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Watchman Cigars 1991 or check out his new website at WatchmanCigars.com or the sponsor section of our website. It was a rough week, guys. It's been a rough week. So there's I think the I think the anxiety from the coronavirus is worse than the coronavirus. It's just gotten we're going to talk about that on, on our right. topics. Yes, yeah. sir. I'll let you yeah. keep the. We got some stuff. I got a few things to add to that too. All right, so let's talk about uh, some follow up <laughs> discussions. Or did you want to keep talking about? Or we'll move on. Yeah, follow up. Yeah, we'll hit Corona at the end there. Yep, locks. We have that on the schedule. Yeah, well, I forget. We mentioned it last week. Mm-hmm. I forget. Well, oh no, well, salmon and locks. Salmon. Yeah. So, and we didn't have uh, Mojo here to correct us. Or to give us the true definition of what this was. I looked it up when I okay. got home. Yep. So do you know what lox is? Mm-hmm. Do you want to define Smoked it? salmon. That's what well, we thought, I thought right? so, but apparently it's salt-cured salmon. Ooh. It's not actually smoked. Like mm, proper okay. lox. That, that just... Mm. Jewish lox. Okay. Jewish, I guess. Oh, okay. I did the old Wikipedia, you know, mm-hmm. huh. the WebMD of facts. Well, my lox. my Jewish deli friend has lied to me all these years. I've always thought it was... I've had... Well, did I have lox or I had to have smoked salmon on a bagel? Maybe it wasn't. Maybe you just called it lox. It was a Jewish bagel shop. It was fantastic. Mm. Uh, it couldn't stay open for some reason. But uh, I don't see how people eat that for breakfast either. Have you ever had no, lox? It freaks cream me out cheese? for breakfast. Um, it's good. I know but, I've had it on brunch. Because yeah. like brunch, you're kind of getting later. towards like noon. But you're so. not through your first cup of coffee and, you, yeah, I'm, and you're yeah. eating smoked fish. on. It's, it's delicious, but not at 7.30. No, no, because <laughs> our American palate, you know, we, we want something sugary or salty, like about to say, bacon or yeah. eggs or like Lucky Charms. You want to go, mm. you don't want to have that next to a bowl of Lucky Charms. No, you probably you probably don't want to be two-fisted and spoon might, in one hand mm, and a lox in the other. That actually might pair really nicely, though. You think so? Think about like ginger mm. and smoked salmon. Well, I, I, I do like to, I mean, <laughs> maybe, maybe we that. could do whiskey and lox in the morning. We'll just make that a habit. Mm. Just a couple sh- shooters of uh, whiskey. That could be our uh, breakfast on the bourbon trail. Mm. There you go. Well, it may be canceled now, too, so I don't know. <laughs> it may be. It, they may shut down the distillery. Surely not. That's like the mm. safest place in the world, right? No. Oh. Kentucky is going bat crap crazy. Well, they they, we get they, the black fungus there. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, so I asked some, on the last episode, we talked about my throat issue and how I've been doing that. And we asked. Are you still on WebMD? Or you... We asked our folks, <laughs> hey, send us some information if you know what's causing Biggin's throat issue. So then here's here's some of the responses. Because 
and just to back up, I've had this throat issue since November. I haven't been myself. It's just, it's, it's raspy. Um, so the, the, they said it's a sinuses, it's B the coronavirus. So I'm not the only one. Mm-hmm. Um, then somebody asked, did you go to Wuhan and let a monkey lick your own butt? Mm. Did you get attacked by a bat? And then it became bat soup. And then the next one, which I, I kind of like this one. Are you the next Batman? Hey. I was like, well, maybe, maybe this is just training me. To be the next Batman. I'm Batman. See, that's pretty good. Good workout. I'm, I'm working on it. So thanks, thanks to all the people that sent in that information. You just made me even more hypochondriac. <laughs> I appreciate you. I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, all right. And then have you guys seen this book by Dean Coons called The Eyes of Darkness? Um, I've heard of it. Uh, and I know that a lot of Dean Koontz and Clancy... Um, oh. A few other guys, they do the predictive, mm-hmm. almost like the predictive programming, the uh, basically future pro, for, uh, forecasting of events that you know could happen. Clancy's, yeah. I've yeah. read all those. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, Brad Thor is another one that does a lot of this uh, inside baseball because most of these guys have had inside information with the government. So, mm-hmm. Well, this was written in 1981. Hmm. You may want to go ahead and cue that uh, X-Files music up. In This is, quote, in the book. <clears throat> in around 2020, a severe pneumonia-like illness will spread throughout the globe, attacking the lungs and the bronchial tubes and resisting all known treatments. Hmm? That's pretty good. Lee Chen... He defected to the United States carrying a disc-like record of China's most important and dangerous new biological weapons in a decade. They called it, ready for this, Wuhan 400, because it was developed at their RDNA labs outside the city of Wuhan, and it was the 400th viable strain of the man-made microorganisms created at, that was created at the research center Wuhan 400 is a perfect weapon I'm not saying I'm just saying somebody had some inside baseball hmm. so he's like the uh, he's like the Paul of the revelations. <laughs> <laughs> so you think like the Chinese read the book and they went, Oh, we should do this. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe it was reverse <laughs> engineered. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. yeah, think about but like you know, science fiction has been inventing stuff for 50 years that we have. Like, like Actually people, before way, yeah, yeah, yeah the like, last hundred years. Yeah. And, and like nerds like me read that stuff and go, Oh, we could, someone could make that. Right? No, it's, it, it, it I can't remember the exact term they call it foreshadowing or predictive programming, like movies that do that. Movies that will show, mm-hmm. like, especially the espionage, espionage, the um, current world events, like, you know, overthrow of this or, um, you know, predictive programming of North Korea being hostile. I mean, there, there's, it's amazing how much stuff that actually comes true. And I, I know a lot of these guys, uh, books, 
uh, Kuntz, Clancy, Thor, a lot of these guys have a lot of inside information from the intelligence community um, that specialize in these certain areas where they want to write about it. And it makes great information for literature or movies or whatever. But obviously, you know, to add on to this, Alex Jones. Oh, boy. I know how bat crap crazy he is. <laughs> but a lot of this stuff, this guy has actually said, you know, in that has he basically forecasted stuff mm-hmm. like this happen. Now he takes it to the 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 fear porn level of where everyone goes out and buys all the toilet paper, or everyone goes and stocks up on freeze dried foods or beans and rice. I mean that that's to the level where we we don't want to be because it creates mass hysteria, almost borderline mm. anarchy. I'm not saying Amazon's delivering that next week, but they are. <laughs> I'm not saying I didn't order my emergency pails of food. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that, you know, we get to that point where we, we almost have that FOMO, fear of missing out. Yeah. You know, Bitcoin <laughs> sure. is one of those. Yeah. Fear By of the missing way, that out. just went down another 5%. Yeah, actually, Nailing it, it. Took, a, took a massive hit today. <laughs> um, but we, we have that. And, and, and uh, as Americans, we truly thrive on that, too. Like, I mean, we. Oh, yeah, we're we, loving it. Yeah, we love it. We, we thrive on the fear. Uh, we will personally tank our economy just because of this, because we love to fear. Uh, I don't know about that. No, we will. I we mean, will. people look, love look. their money more than I think they love well, I guess we'll fear. talk about Corona later, yeah. but. But, well, yeah, we'll talk about that. But, Coots, I, I think, it, going back to the book, I think it's interesting how these guys can for, uh, really predict, uh, uh, you know, uh, predict uh, events yet to come. I mean, it was spot on. Yeah. Wuhan bronchitis now did you fact check that just to make sure that that was actually an excerpt i did not go by okay. the book but i will yeah no no i'm just curious i mean it'd be an interesting read, read down because yeah. maybe we know how the outcome happens oh, yeah. let's, <laughs> let's read the end of it and see what happens yeah like I, the clancy books i've read some of that stuff has been come very mm. close yeah true well written, i mean it's like, written two or three years before something right happened. well i mean hell uh spinoff from um x-files there was a show called the long gunman it was actually a spinoff of x-files and the first episode of the long gunman was them crashing a plane into 9-11 or the twin mm. towers and then it happened shortly after that episode aired and the show got immediately canceled they probably didn't like that show they're like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah We're out. but you know what i'm saying there's there's it's crazy how uh, uh i think and sometimes sometimes i wonder if the intelligence community leaks information to Hollywood or writers that are popular, they can actually maybe. But in 1981, hey, I mean, that is the long game, my friend. No, well but, done, CIA. No, but I'm saying, well, I don't. The Wuhan, I think a lot of this stuff may be coincidence, but uh, you know, these governments, these rogue governments that that specialize in creating bio weapons, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I these things. I mean, I think the. the you probably could foreshadow that. Obviously, he probably knew about the the R and D facility of Wuhan, and yeah, yada, I didn't yada, see yada, when yada. that was built. That would that'd be interesting to know. And but I mean, yeah. every country does it. Oh, I shouldn't say every, but a lot of a lot of the a lot of the countries that you know basically have economies based off mm. military or whatever have these type of facilities. I mean, hell, right? I mean, but like to say in the U.S. like. Well, this this came from Campbellsville, Kentucky. Like nobody knows Campbellsville. Like mm-hmm. if you're gonna say it's coming out of China, say like Beijing or whatever. But Wuhan, yeah, it's tiny. 
It's an industrial center, though, right? Oh, there's a ton of manufacturing. Yeah, stuff yeah, there. there's a lot of stuff out of Wuhan. Yeah, yeah. So well, these guys do the research and see where the stuff actually. But happens. I mean, you know, but this is my pillows came from. This there. isn't the first time we've seen stuff creep out of biohazard facilities either. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's always the conspiracy of Lyme disease escaping right off of. Um, I forget where it's at now, but there's a research facility of that. You know, Montauk Island. There's there's research facilities in this country. We've had mm-hmm. like episodes of epidemics that small pockets of it have happened. And they they think that these diseases creep out of these facilities. So I mean, um, obviously, I think you know. I think one we'll look back in five years if we're still alive mm-hmm. um, to see that. I think they'll probably be able to re-engineer this virus and actually see that it's probably a weaponized sure. version, or whatever. I have no doubt about that. Yeah, I'm confident that's going to happen. But Dean Koontz, I'm going to have to go back and reread all his books now. Come on. All right, so well, then I'd use them for toilet paper after that. <laughs> You're gonna need to. <laughs> oh, there you go. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? <laughs> Copy. All right, so let's go into some wacky news. Brought to you by 1812 Barbecue. If you have a catering event that is needed, uh, that's coming up, and you need 1812 Barbecue to do it, please contact our friends. Their information is on our sponsors link of our website, uh, so you can check out Eric, or call, give Eric a call, and he's gonna hook you up. Maybe he can get a freeze dryer. That way, you mm-hmm. can have some of those emergency twenty-five year packs of barbecue. Ooh. Oh yeah, that'd hey, be pretty buddy. awesome. And by the way, I heard he just he just got a new smoker. It's yeah, getting, getting yeah. in. He's excited about it. He's to break it in, right? He needs to. Yeah, he needs to bring some samples up here so we can try it. No doubt. Yeah, maybe some smoke wings. Ooh. Oh yeah, I'd be down for Please. that. Uh, a Las Cruces woman was driving a stolen vehicle. She claims to be Beyonce. A woman caught driving a stolen vehicle Saturday morning allegedly told police that she was the singer Beyonce Knowles. Las Cruces police had to use a fingerprint scanner to properly identify her. Serena Henry, 48, of the 1400 block of Alamo Street, is charged with one count of unlawful taking of a motor vehicle, a felony, a one count of concealing identity, a petty misdemeanor, and resisting arrest. At the time of her arrest, she uh, had multiple uh, warrants out for her arrest. Um, she stole the vehicle and then parked it in front of her own home. She, uh, she got outside. She said that the keys were left inside, so she decided to take it for a joyride. Uh, she was arrested, and then when she was confronted, she said she was Beyonce. I'm going to pass around this picture and tell me if you guys think that she could possibly pose uh, or be confused with Beyonce. <laughs> Robert, what do you say? Uh, no. Well, I mean, uh, you know, TV it makes everyone look a little bit different. <laughs> so they said they had to fingerprint her to verify her identity, right? As as a different idea, or as just not Beyonce. She looks a lot like more France, Fred Sanford than Beyonce. <laughs> what was uh, the George Jefferson's wife? That's Wheezy, what, yeah. Wheezy, yeah. Oh, Wheezy yeah. is a model compared to her. <laughs> Holy smoke. And by the way, her picture looks like, you. what, you don't believe me? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, dog? Uh, they, I think they had to identify her because they wouldn't give, she wouldn't give her name, so she had to, they had to figure out who oh, she not was. Oh, not to make sure she wasn't Beyonce. I think that they knew that just by looking at her. Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna say I'm the long-lost brother of uh, Chris Farley. See, that, see how far that goes. I'm Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Malarkey. <laughs> You're foolish.
1812 Barbecue Story started over 20 years ago when Eric and his dad started entering local barbecue competitions for fun. During that time, Eric, a United States Marine, has traveled all over the world picking up flavors and techniques that today is the unique flavor of the award-winning 1812 Barbecue. He has honed his craft to bring you fall-off-the-bone pulled pork, mouth-watering ribs, and finely crafted beef brisket. Eric has developed his own amazing dry rub and delicious barbecue sauce. And let's not forget the sides. Coleslaw, smoked Gouda mac and cheese, cowboy baked beans, and to top it all off, banana pudding and pecan pie for dessert. Getting hungry yet? Good. Call or email Eric at 1812Barbecue, and he can make your next catered meal happen. Wedding and graduation parties, family reunions, and other events will be memorable with 1812Barbecue. Want to try your own hand at smoking meats? Pick up your own 1812 dry rub and start the journey for yourself. Shipping all over the world, connect with Eric on his Facebook page, Instagram at 1812Barbecue, or call 704-604-5148, or email eric at eric.line at 1812barbecue.com, and he'll be glad to help any way he can. Yeah, speaking of, uh, firefighters in North Yonkers have tackled a blaze that broke out after a pig swallowed a pedometer, which then combusted in its pen after excretion. Fire crews were called to a blaze covering 75 square meters at four and at four pig pens in Bramham. Well, that's ironic. Near Leeds on Saturday afternoon, the North Yorkshire Fire and Rescue Service said the fire was caused by nature taking its course and a copper and the copper from the pedometer battery reacting with dry hay in the pig pen's contents. Get this one. The pedometer was being used to prove that the animal was free range and he had taken it off one of his fellow pigs. No, (laughs) it's getting the worst Amazon review ever. (laughs) No animals were harmed as a result of the fire. Uh, They they put out the blaze. So pig ate the pedometer, pooped it out. What a chain of events. I mean, you couldn't make that up. It's probably a Dean Koontz book. Was <laughs> <laughs> this predicted? Yeah, in one of those books. Oh, speaking of predicting, do you have any SFP headlines for us, sir? Uh, I did record an episode this week. Okay. But I'm not going to give it away. Oh. It's one of my best episodes ever, I think. Really? So, I'm yes. looking forward to it. Sounds like my wife, and she's like, you want to come upstairs? I'm like, what are we doing? She's like, come upstairs. Folding laundry. And then all of a sudden, I'm folding laundry. <laughs> or clean, cleaning the lint trap out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, all right. So let's go into some hot topics brought to you by Hookline and Heroes, 501c3 uh, organization that gives our vets the opportunity of a lifetime going fishing and learning about their relationship with God. Um, all right. So this is going to make Mojo extremely happy. Chick-fil-A will start selling their bottles of its signature sauce. Chick-fil-A is entering the grocery business with bottles of its signature sauce and Polynesian sauce. Starting April, the 16-ounce bottles will be sold in Florida at the Publix, Target, Walmart, and Winn-Dixie stores. It's going to be about $3.49. It's the first time that Chick-fil-A will sell its product at retail stores. The move is part of uh, Chick-fil-A's broader strategy to reach people outside of their restaurant. Um, Going outside of the restaurant chains, people have been sluggish to get traffic in their stores, so they're looking for new ways to reach people at home and work. Often by partnering with delivery services and encouraging customers 
to use their apps. Chick-fil-A has also experimented with meal kits. Do you guys remember the meal kits? Mm-hmm. Did you ever try any of those? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, but now they are going to try putting their sauces. So they're the saying stores. this is a response to trying to drive more sales because they don't, they're losing sales. Not that they're losing sales, but they, they just want to get, fresh. get, get, get tell enough that to, sales. Tell right? that to the 75,000 cars in the parking lot <laughs> in the drive through Come on. <laughs> Not enough. Need three drive through lines to get everybody. No doubt. Maybe just put two Chick Fil A's beside each other, like like a Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in addition to selling their stores in the big box stores, they will be selling eight ounces of their signature sauce, Polynesian barbecue, honey mustard, and green herb ranch sauces, and catering orders within their stores. So you'll be able to buy those in the stores. Other ones you can find at the grocery store. So I'm gonna need you to send me some from Florida. Mm. Sounds good. Because uh, obviously we're don't don't have it yet. Three dollars and forty nine cents for all you can eat. Well, I mean for a sixteen ounce bottle of Chick Fil A sauce. Yeah, it's like a sitting. Or, or you just yeah. go through the drive thru and ask for twelve packs. Well, That's you, the that, question. That or you go inside and just keep going up with like glasses or a hat or a hoodie. <laughs> yeah, and just yeah. Just bring your whole family in. Just go. Hey, well, I would have been more impressed if they would have partnered up with Adam and Eve and came out with a Chick Fil A massage oil. <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> Honey, you want to get in the mood? Yeah, grab the Chick Fil A or Polynesian. Well, well they should do it like you know, like what White Castle does with like the little chicken, the little hamburgers. Yeah. They did like little chicken minis in the freezer section. Oh, so, those would sell out every Sunday. And, it, and, like call it the Sunday selection or something right? like that. Yeah. Or they'd probably be like you couldn't buy on Sunday. Still, they'd probably put it like yeah. them off the shelf. It'd be like the old beer laws where you could yeah, the lock, lock on the beer side, yeah. <laughs> it's a time delay once yeah. it once it hits uh, midnight it opens up um and you could partner with sister schubert's and just put your nugget in the middle of that bad boy. i don't know what that is krispy Kreme. oh yeah sister but, schubert is a pre-made roll yeast roll oh it's really good though hmm. i no. will say their packaging for this sauce looks really cool it looks like an actual chick-fil-a it's, Looks like suntan lotion. Oh, it's like a packet turned yeah, on the like side. Looks like a packet on yeah. the side. I see what they. It's pretty did genius, there. right? So there. Like you said the flavors are. It's only you can only buy at the store the signature sauce in the Polynesian. Mm, see, I like the Polynesian. That's my. That's Do my you? Thing. Yes. I my my, my daughter, my, uh, my oldest, uh, I guess TikTok TikTok was uh, oh yeah social media yep, app yep, was yep, actually yep. a valuable tool. You actually take the spicy uh, sriracha. Okay. Sauce, and then take take that container, take a Chick Fil A container, sauce container. Actually, take the chicken breast off your sandwich, put it in the foil bag they give you. Dump one one container of each sauce, shake it, put it back on the sandwich. Epic life changer. I'm so confused at what just happened. It's like but, tossing it in sauce, basically. Yeah. But what about That's the genius. bun? We take the breast off the bun, put okay. the, just the breast by itself Pickle. in the bag. Got it. Pickle stays out. Stays out. Yeah. The pickle. The- yeah, one of the two. It's your dealer's choice on that. So you're coating it again yeah. with another sauce. Well, that's like, like, it's like a wing sauce. When you told me you like tear your sandwich in half and dip it in the sauce, oh, yeah. and like, you know, it's perfect. I couldn't handle it. Mind but, blown right there. Yeah. I I just did. I just throw the sauce on top. I throw the sauce on top, rip it, and then I dip, dip it. it. I rarely mm-hmm. use sauce on chicken. But see, I, I really. Just, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It's not too dry. Nope. No, no, mm, no! They no. Keep it humidified in that little tinfoil bag. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes, but see, I, but see, when I eat nuggets, I use a fork for full coverage. One hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, and they're like, you know, it, how many sauces do you need? Well, how many you got? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just put them in the bag. Yeah, there, I, really, I just want the sauce. But I got to, you know, I, gotta, I can't. I don't want to 
be see you know with a spoon eating the sauce. Can you come in and like order a lemonade and like a pack of sauce, like a bag of sauces? Well, <laughs> this is, this is it. Um, this is Mojo. Um, welcome to Chick Fil A. Can I help you? Yeah, I'd like uh, one chicken nugget, just one, and it comes in packs of five or or ten. I'll, I'll take a ten. Would you like any sauces with that, Mojo? Uh, is the case too much? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have been known to use almost a full full container of sauce per nugget per before. Nugget. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's it's good. It is delicious. But I was on Polynesian for years, and then I discovered Chick Fil A sauce. I mean, it's so good. So, out of the Chick Fil A sauces, is Polynesian and Signature the two that you would, if you could choose to put in a bottle? Are those the two? Yeah, that you I would think do? so. I think Chick Fil A sauce. Yeah, for for me, Polynesian, I don't really Chick Fil A sauce does nothing for me. Robert, that Chick Fil A sauce. Yeah, I love the Chick Fil A sauce. My second would probably be the barbecue sauce. I do like their uh, barbecue. Sauce. Barbecue's just basic. It's yeah. like it's I like basic Becky, the it's white like girl who goes to Starbucks. Yeah. yeah, but it tastes delicious. But if you like it, you like it. The, I, I, I do I, honey mustard probably is the second. Mm. Just yeah. any honey mustard. But the, but there's two honey mustards. You know, mm. they're like there's the oh, really? regular honey mustard, and then there's like the spice, the the smoke. Smoky honey mustard. Really? Yeah. The smoky honey mustard, that comes in the long pack, like the dressing. Oh, no, no. That's the, it's not the Chick-fil-A sauce. That's, uh, no, I know what you're talking the about. Honey it's mustard, like a smoky. The, oh, the packet thing? The yeah. honey honey barbecue thing? Yeah, there right. you go. The it tastes bar- just like Chick-fil-A sauce? Mm-mm. It does not no, taste like Chick-fil-A it sauce. It's completely different. No. That's like saying Folgers tastes like. Maxwell House. No, Folgers <laughs> tastes like Charmin. Starbucks or whatever. It, it could taste like Charmin. If you make it right, it might. <laughs> Hookline and Heroes is a 501c3 nonprofit based in Charlotte, North Carolina, founded in 2017 to show God's love and appreciation for our disabled and PTS military veterans. They provide professionally guided fishing trips to nominated veterans at no cost to the veteran. Hookline and Heroes has provided over 30-plus trips around the Carolinas since their founding, from red fishing down in Charleston to striper fishing on Lake Norman, and even offshore fishing down in Florida. Each trip is a one-on-one experience with a member of the organization aiming to provide a day of fun and relaxation on the water and begin a lifelong relationship with them. Each veteran leaves the day with a fully stocked tackle box, rod and reel, apparel, a Bible, and a daily devotion to kick to kickstart their new hobby and build their relationship with God. Please take the time to visit their website at hooklineandheroes.org to hear and learn more about them. You can help in many ways by nominating a veteran you know through their website, join their monthly giving program, Healing Heroes, or send a one-time personal or corporate donation. You'll also be happy to hear that they are completely volunteer-run, and nearly 100% of your donations goes directly towards providing trips for the veterans. Be sure to follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn to see their veteran stories and to show your support. All right, so let's uh, let's move on. Um, let's talk about the corona and um, man, you talk about cancel culture. We are canceling everything. Mojo, uh, it, it was released today. There will not be an NCAA tournament that is canceled, not even postponed. It is canceled. Now, are they do? Are, are they canceled it fully, or are they just doing it instead of done? Just, oh, so they completely. This done. morning it was playing without fans. Nope, and then the ACC tournament canceled mm-hmm. completely sec tournament canceled big 10 canceled then the ncaa came out and said we're done we're not going to hold we're not going to play it we're not even going to do it with fans 
we're just canceling the whole thing. Well, I have to wait till the insider show to say what I want to say. <laughs> also, keep in mind that the first team that pulled out, that chickened out, was Duke. Oh, they closed no, school. No, we, yeah, we, no, we canceled all sporting events. They said, yeah. if, if you have the they NCAA, canceled Duke, the, all of it. <laughs> look, I, I don't, look, I, I, I cannot yeah. defend. I, yeah. I, regardless of it's, it's private school, they do what they want to do. My, my, no, uh, my love of that school, but uh, man, I mean, we have uh, uh, baseball. Baseball's postponed opening ga- opening game. Yeah, I heard uh, on the way here, like NASCAR mm-hmm. is doing Indy, races in two cities, basically, with no fans. Indy right. 500 just canceled. Yeah. Um, so Duke earlier today said, if you host, if you have the NCAA tournament, we are pulling out. We're not going to do it. Uh, I, that was the first one. Then 10 minutes later, Kansas then said, we're out. We're not going to do it. And then a couple hours later, then they just said, well, we're just going to cancel the whole thing. So I guess we're going to just be doing the uh, March Madness on PlayStation 4 this year. We'll, <laughs> right. we'll figure out who the winner is. Yeah. So, I mean, this whole this whole year is shot. So what does that do for, like, prospects? Like, you know, some one-and-done kind of college player. You don't get any of the – near the exposure you do. 100%. From playing in the tournament. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you've had the whole season, but it's not the same. Yeah. People shine on that, and then that's where they get, you know, the – all the NBA uh, uh, project, yeah, uh, pro- draft scouts, prospects, scouts, scouts yeah, they, are looking at, at that. So, tournament. put this in perspective: we have seven point five billion people. Mm-hmm. There's currently diagnosed cases one hundred thirty four thousand five hundred twenty seven mm-hmm. cases worldwide. Um, there's been four thousand nine hundred seventy deaths. Mm-hmm. Sixty, almost sixty nine thousand people have actually recovered from the coronavirus. Age bracket. It most effects is 65 and up, mm. but Hey, we're going to cancel everything. I mean, we're, it's, it's just gotten beyond well, absurdity. I know you're trying to push through and not go back to the Duke uh, chickening out first. No, no, I, I have no <laughs> excuse for that. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't agree with it one bit. I yeah. mean, what would, what would in, inspire a school? If you're having the NCAA tournament, March madness, mm. the thing we all look forward to every year I could give two craps about NFL. I could care less about the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. March Madness is my jam. Yeah. And all of a sudden we don't have it. But, and and they had a consolation of we'll play the March Madness in an empty stadium, just players Mm -hmm. only and staff. I I would be okay with that. It wouldn't be the same. I hate it, but I mean, it is what it is. I mean, and now we cancel the whole tournament. Yeah. The whole thing. Over over what? How much money do you think that? I mean, they make in millions. No, I'm not even worried about NCAA. I'm worried about everyone who work, who has a business, a right. restaurant, a bar that's right next to sure. yeah. where the tournament's being held. The hotels. Those guys. The hotel workers. Yeah. I mean, just think of sanitation workers who are picking yeah. up the garbage. I mean, yeah. these are the people that are going to be impacted. 100%. I, I, like I said, NCAA, I'm sure they got enough money to, to hold off. Yeah. To cover it, but, maybe. But the lay guy who... How about the guy who saved up all year to be able to attend a tournament? Yeah. Even though his team may not be in it, he's now affected. All the people that have bought tickets, I'm sure they'll do a refund. Oh, I'm or, sure they will, too, No, they've canceled in the state of North Carolina. I think they pretty much have canceled all sports in every county. Yeah. Well, not every county, but this is, it's going beyond absurdity. Robert, didn't you say that Disney World shut down? 
Disneyland. Disneyland. Disneyland should have. Oh, really? It, now, which one is land? California. California. You would think that Florida would be the first one to be like, hey, we're canceling everything. Yeah. Because there's so many old people down there. Yeah. Um, well, Disneyland, I mean, Disneyland is just basically a, a hop, skip, and a jump from where it's legal to take a crap on the street, you know, no. piss on the street. So I could see that being, you know, breaking out to an epidemic pandemic. So they canceled the Chicago St. Patrick's Day parade. So uh, the governor, I don't know if you saw this while you were driving or not, I but, uh, his suggested no gatherings over 100 people. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. It's not like mandated, but they're basically saying no big groups. Yeah. It, it, I've heard various things from CDC, other health experts online, through radio, through press releases that this disease doesn't function very well with temperatures above 70 degrees. It's kind of one of those things that dies out. I hear that, but then other people say, I think, I think the biggest question, or the biggest thing that we're worried about is we don't know what to expect for this thing. No, we don't, but it, it, you keep hearing from the fear-mongering press, okay, and, I, and I, that's CNN, MSNBC, I don't know about Fox, I don't, all of them. I, all of them are basically just, I mean, obviously they're making money because people are glued to the TVs right now. Finding yeah. out, between the markets and then this, everyone is just glued to it trying to find out information. If this thing was sweeping the world like it was, we'd already have one over a million people infected with this and just a massive death rate. Um they didn't make this big of an issue with swine flu or bird flu or Zika or Ebola. I mean, they didn't, you know, this, which makes you, which I think makes it almost worse because those things were really bad. Ebola is scary. I mean, you literally crap out your organs. Right. But they didn't cancel the tournament for that. But now we're, we're doing this. So is it because, well, I think part of it is because they don't want to be liable. And, and Robert and I talked about this earlier. Sure. Is, you know, the NCAA doesn't want to be liable for somebody getting sick and then dying and then suing and then them having lawsuits. Yeah. So they're being preemptive. I think the other part is, is the more stuff that we cancel, the less it's going to spread, the more it's going to look like, well, we just overreacted. But if we didn't react, it could be a whole lot worse. I think of you, number one. Oh, sorry, Dad. And then my dad, of, like people that like, if this gets in Awkward. in their area, like they something bad could happen. You yeah, know, I, so I, yeah, I totally get that. But I were I, I I'm more worried about the economic impact sure. than I, I I am actually the physical impact. Because, Every, and and, and I, I'll let you finish. But mm-hmm. everybody, Kanye, <laughs> yeah, Kanye. Uh, some people are going to get infected by the actual virus. Everybody is going to be touched by the impact of this virus. No, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, um, the economic impact has not hit us yet. Sure. That's what's, that's my fear mm. because I deal with people that, um, blue collar workers. Mm. I mean, you're going to start to see a slowdown in construction. You're going to see those guys who work those hourly jobs, you know, working with their hands that are going to be slowed down. And mm-hmm. that's what is painful because um, that has a longer lasting impact than the virus does. Sure. I, I just don't see, I'm not a doctor, no, all disclosure, I'm not. But <laughs> um, when we, when you, 
I mean, granted, this thing is spreading, but here's the thing we don't know. We don't hear about the people that recover. All we hear is like so-and-so is infected. Tom Hanks and his wife are infected. Mm-hmm. Okay, what does that look like? You know what I mean? He said they're tired. Yeah. I mean, we is that, is that it? Yeah, he said that we feel a little tired. I mean, oh, oh no, now I'm we, starting to feel tired. <laughs> we, just, we don't hear like, oh, yeah, I got the coronavirus. I'm good. And I'm going back to work. We don't hear that. We hear about, oh, yeah, we, we get but that's thousands. the news because they we, don't. They're not interested in the No, positive. but we go, oh, yeah. yeah, it's a 30% increase today in blah, blah, blah. Or like Italy. There's a 30% increase yeah. in death rate today in Italy. But Italy okay, is well, going through the crapper. Yeah, right but Italy also has socialized medicine. It's a crappy healthcare system. But they're yeah. having and to how many away. of the deaths are coronavirus specific and how many are the systems clogged up mm. so people aren't getting their treatment and dying well, as a secondary? They're... Speaking you know of mean? secondary, we get, what, 90% of our antibiotics from China that's mm-hmm. not coming over here mm-hmm. to the U.S.? What's going to happen there? Like, you know, I, I, And that kind of goes back to, I hate to say it, but for all the people that bashed Trump with him actually trying to center manufacturing back here mm-hmm. was one of those. Yeah. Well, because, I'll give you that. When, I mean, look, I'm all about a globalist economy because I think the more we the more we spread our wealth as far as helping other countries out or diversifying – I, I believe that global trade is, is is freedom because we don't become stagnant. But also, mm-hmm. you get into a situation like this where we can't get our stuff, then yeah. then we're if if we're subbing all that out. I mean, medical, mm-hmm. come on. I mean, yeah, I, I heard the. Did, did you listen to the Joe Rogan podcast? I started. That? I started listening to it. The uh, the guy was saying that uh, the expert uh, on that was saying that one hundred percent of the in stage renal disease uh, medication comes from China mm-hmm. and it's on a boat right now and it's not able to leave. Mm. And we have two weeks worth of medicine before people start running out. Yeah. And, and that boat, that boat's going to take longer than two weeks to get here. Well, I think you'll start to see, you'll see ex- drastic measures actually go get that medicine or we'll have, we'll figure out a way. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't foresee. Um, that would be a, a, a travesty sure. to humanity in our country if all of a sudden we had a renal failure patients go without meds yeah. and there was something to do about it. I mean, we we have a pretty damn big air force. I mean, we can fly helicopters, land on planes, and grab cargo right. containers or whatever. There's ways to do it. Um, but I, this one thing, I, I think... We, once you put all your eggs in one basket, as far as like all our medical <laughs> right. in one area, then yeah, this is the consequences of that. And we've, we've set that up for 30 years now. I mean, do you think that it's potentially a, a good thing? The, the bright light on this is we, I think America understands China has us by the balls. Mm-hmm. And if this wasn't something that broke out, and we're dealing with it now, they could potentially hold out and say, well, you're not getting your meds until blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, obviously these meds, I'm willing to bet majority, if not all of the meds that we have in, in being produced globally are probably a lot of our research and development. So we have the patents, we have the, Mm. the, the mechanisms to make these things. We may not have the raw materials right away, but we have the mechanisms to do it. So, uh, I'm pretty sure there's probably shuttered plants around here that maybe, or you can actually have plants to retool Mm. to make, to make these meds. So I don't don't think it'd be an impossible thing. It just frustrates me that, um, 
we're not getting true coverage of this. We know 135,000, almost 135,000 people have contracted Corona. We don't know how many people recovered. I mean, we don't know how many, the true numbers. Well, and I'll throw this out to you and you guys can speak up whenever you want, but those are the people that have been tested mm-hmm. in, in the U S we're not testing everybody mm-hmm. there. So the number, obviously that, you didn't get tested. No, well, I didn't. In fact, <laughs> I, I pulled an article. You, you want to know how many test kits that North Carolina has? According to Dr. Elizabeth Tilson, said the state has enough kits to test, and we'll do an over-under. Uh, Mojo, set the over-under of how many kits you think the entire state has. 10,000. Over or under? 100. Robert, you already know. Because um, <laughs> I told you this earlier. 250. Wow. We have 250 kits. Price is right rules, right? <laughs> right. You won, <laughs> by the way. Or did I you? I almost said one. Um, one dollar, Bob. Um, 250 kits kits to test so we're not nearly able to test yeah the population so how many people actually are infected we don't know but here's the thing also i think if you actually had how many people have actually been infected and contracted it may have actually gone through it and actually felt Mm. better we don't know that number we don't know the actual i think if you're actually everyone that had it was symptomatic or asymptomatic, mm. and you actually tested them, actually the numbers would probably, the death rate would be a lot less. Like, you'd be like, all of a sudden, it's like 1% of 1%. Maybe. Because, you know, you, 800,000 people have this. Yeah. And so we just don't know. So I'm going to write, like, an iPhone app mm-hmm. that if you, like, pee in your lightning in your port <laughs> on your phone, they'll tell you whether the thing or not. What about, the people, what about the people still rocking, like, an iPhone 6 or something like that? Yeah, or whatever port. Yeah, just just uh, pee on your phone, they'll tell you if you have it or not. Actually, we probably should start that as a meme. Maybe that bump Apple stock up a little bit. Yeah, there we go. Uh, the Kentucky governor, which, by the way, they had four cases. Um, four. They shut down the state now, probably. Basically, yeah, they have. The distillery uh, still. Okay? But one of the, <laughs> question. One of the things that he's he's the governor has announced that he's going to be issuing an executive order that's going to waive the deductibles, copays, cost sharing, and diagnostic diagnostic tests for private insurance and state employees. He said there's about 430,000 people on private insurance and about 30,000 state employees. I think uh, Trump did that last night, didn't he? Did he, did yeah, he do I think, that? I think as part of his speech, he actually waived the co-pays or any medical. But can he do that? Yeah, executive order, he can do that. Hmm. Yeah, especially so they, with, I'm, I'm pretty sure with the uh, affordable, quote-unquote, affordable health care act, hmm. I'm pretty sure that it's a blanket coverage thing. So do you, is that a good idea or a bad idea? thoughts because to get the actual coronavirus test mm-hmm. any idea how much that costs no clue it's like 200 bucks isn't it mm. 1300 well there's only two there's only 250 tests in this state so we're kind right, of so we're cover, kind yeah. of covered but it's 1300 to get both tests tests that will tell you if in fact you are so that's how much the the street market value is yeah but they, they you know he just announced an eight billion dollars to fund mm. new to get testing out yeah. to the states and things like that so these tests will be mass produced so whoever but has a how pat- long is that going to take i guarantee yeah. there's things are probably already ramped up in, in shipment somewhere from china <laughs> that's the problem is where's it coming from yeah. the other thing too is europe <laughs> numbers uh china the numbers in china say that they're decreasing mm-hmm. but when was the last time we actually trusted china to yeah. give us real data well yeah I, I wouldn't look at china for that in, in <laughs> I think, uh, I don't know. I, I, everything's just everything, this whole thing, you take this one subject of coronavirus and you look at it through the the lens of your eyes and how you Mm. see it. And, um, 
things that my takeaways is has been politicized, weaponized to be politicized. Mm. Um, Look at the closures we having now. I mean, we've like said, we had our first case in Cabarrus County. Mm. I'm willing to bet they're probably gonna have an overreaction here shortly in this County and school, school will be canceled. And in North Carolina, it's going to cancel. Yeah. And then that impacts us daily with, we don't have schools. We don't have daycare. So now the little rugrats got to be with us. So what are we going to do? So, I mean, and that could impact, businesses that's going to impact mm-hmm. the, yep. the single mom that can't go to work because she's got to watch her kids like that's no, that's going to be impact. the impact yeah so this has been politicized um and don't think for one minute the opposing party right now that's trying to win the presidential election not going to try to capitalize on every oh, second moment of this 100 and it's almost sickening you, you could look at the immediate response last night trump did wrong trump did made the bad decisions you mm-hmm. know and I, you know, I don't care. The guy could have came out yesterday and been like, "Hey, I got a cure for the coronavirus. Here it is. It's magic pills, a dollar a piece." Mm-hmm. And they would probably criticize for cost or something. I mean, sure. you know, there's there's no You're selling it. Right? There's no yeah. There's no <laughs> there's no winning at all with this. Yeah, um, I think, like I said, I mean, I'm not the Joe Rogan podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, before I can take it, the guy is a he, he's in this field of. Uh, viral epidemiology and bacterial epidemiology and looking at outbreaks. He's basically a forensic investigator for Mm. diseases. Um, Well, I know one of these guys. uh, He's retired now, but he was my doctor for infectious disease. Like Mm. all transplant patients have to go see these guys because you have to get like a front loaded with all kinds of vaccines and stuff like this before you get the transplant because you're not allowed to have vaccines after transplant except for the flu order Mm. every year, which is pretty much worthless. Um, these guys are germaphobes. Like I, this guy would, he owns a house on a lake in the Charlotte region mm-hmm. area. <laughs> now this property yeah. ain't cheap. This property is probably $1.5 million before he had the house onto it. Oh, it's wow. a certain thing. He will not even go and dip his toe in the water because he's worried about the microbes in it. Mm-hmm. This, right. what I'm saying is that guy is basically oh, on Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> that, that part so is that true. guy that infectious disease, my infectious disease doctor was basically on Joe Rogan's podcast last night. I think gotcha. he gave his worst case world scenario, which is what he has to do because he looks at these things and says, all right, Ebola broke out. Mm-hmm. This could impact the country. If we were to run this out to the most logical end, I think mm-hmm. this is where we would be. Well, they said that the worst is going to be um, in two to three weeks, mm-hmm. and then we'll see kind of where we're at at that point. So it'll be interesting to see. Um I hope we're all still here with you. I think we will. Well, my fear would be if people start turning to Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we got a problem. The people that have died are they still dead? Mm-hmm. That's my question. Oh, mm-hmm. who's keeping an eye on those guys? Right. I think we should put Uh-oh. bells on our toes. <laughs> They're gonna be vampires. Um, you know, we go and watch Mad Max just uh, to know what the actually. World. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start watching Walking Dead. I'm gonna Daryl. I'm gonna so. go read a Dean Coons book. I'll know if I meet a, if I meet Carl in any of my Walking Dead scenario seasons uh, in real life. I'm just going to shoot the kid right away because sure. he he ruins everything. I, I spoilers. Have, I am convinced that uh, that that Judith would not have been in the zombie apocalypse. She'd been like a zombie snack. He, yeah, I mean, there's no way you're going to keep a kid quiet when there's when there's zombies running around, I guarantee you that now. I'd never watch the show. Small so. batches just screams all the time. Oh, well, now we're dead. Um, you know, one one way that we can keep ourselves uh, nice and coronavirus free, mm-hmm. meditation. Yeah. Uh, Marine 
Marianne Williamson uh, decided she's going to put out a YouTube video. Well, she's a and she is she is former Democrat presidential candidate. Mm-hmm. She's also like the Oprah Winfrey spiritual guru. Oh boy, and a few other Hollywood elites gurus. So yeah, that she's written countless books about spirituality and et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, so she she put out a YouTube video on how we can get our mind, body, and soul kind of focused so that that we don't get the coronavirus. And if you can start at like minute nine, if you can back that up just a little bit. Oh. Yeah, I apologize. Um, <clears throat> uh, give me a minute. Yeah. Um, she, <laughs> she, uh, and, and I agree that there is a link between mind, body, soul. Totally get that. Integrative wellness and, and healing. I get that piece. Um, and, uh, I do feel like that if we are in a panic mode, that does kind of decrease or increase our ability to get infections if we're constantly in a panic mode. Sure. I get that. But she's trying to calm us down. And one of the, this, this meditation, you sent it to us, mm-hmm. and it is comedy gold. Now, I'm not making fun of her. I am. Her I religious think she's a things. Twit. Whatever. But just the way that she's going about this. I don't know if whoever it's, said whoever said that I've seen better backgrounds than Al Qaeda videos. <laughs> by the way, that was me. <laughs> uh, she looks like she's in a dungeon. By the way, um, it is. Uh, I don't know if it's an ASMR uh, adult entertainment thing, or if she's really trying to help. But uh, go ahead and play it, and we'll just do a clip of it. Your hypothalamus, your lung, your pancreas your liver, your stomach, your cervix. Careful, here it comes. Your penis, your vagina, your buttocks, your colon. Hey, Every buddy. cell, every organ, every bone healed, infused with light, with protection, with healing, with healing, with healing, with healing. The light continuing right. down now. <laughs> Your mouth producer, mouth. Brian, right now. I, I think you need to pick it up off the floor. <laughs> Are you okay there, buddy? <laughs> oh, I mean. So she put this video out mm. uh, yesterday. Okay. <clears throat> and um, it was on her still presidential uh, candidate page. Um, even though she's officially dropped out, she still maintains that page along with a couple okay. other ones. And it's about a 15-minute video. 15 minutes. And basically she just. Yeah, using the spiritual guru-y mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but it talks about the meditation with light. But the, when she starts listing off the body parts, mm. oh, my God. Her eyes were closed, so that was off from memory. Well, just, just saying. Yeah. yeah. Well, you you don't a, know what body parts you have? People, Some people would have a real hard time with that. So your arm. Your, your knee. Fingers. Oh, knee. Yeah. yeah. So what's your thoughts on that, Brian? That's ridiculous. I mean, that's... I'm, yeah, I'm gonna make fun of that because that's dumb. So we, so far we've I had, only that's all I've seen. I didn't watch yeah. any of the rest of it. Well, I've deeply. seen that, and then we've got a little something we're gonna play in a minute. But <laughs> <laughs> so we've had uh, Islamic cleric in Iran recommending. Oh yes, uh, it, it, the people that go to his mo- uh, his mosque mm-hmm. to uh, rub violet oil on their anus, it's like lavender, right? It was la- violet, it was lavender. We- CBD or something. Which, by the way, feels good. So uh, he's recommended that. You tried everything, haven't you? <laughs> After you found out you had the corona. Uh, you've had that. You have Marianne Williamson, who's now 
saying uh, just meditate and just feeling through your your body parts. Yeah, Uh, and then but but what's great is if you watch this, and we'll have the video uh, on the show notes. If you watch it at the very end, which let me back up. So she looks like she's in a dungeon. She's also doing this video of relaxation with a blazer with the buttons on the sleeve, and so as she's talking, she's hitting the desk Mm. with these buttons, and that's starting to get annoying after a while. You're like, I can't meditate because you keep cling, hitting. Cling, cling, yeah, cling, 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 cling. And Maybe was, that was oh, more as code. Maybe. Help me. Maybe. I'm in Joe I'm, Biden's basement. I think yeah, I, right? I'm a hostage. <laughs> I think I read this in a Dean the Koontz CLT book. Six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, but it, and then, and then at the very end, she, she says, amen, takes a big, deep breath. And I think at this point, she's expecting somebody to cut the camera off. And they don't. Mm. So she's just staring at the camera for a second. And then she has this wonderful clip at the very end. Go wash your hands. <laughs> Gold. Go she she hands. winked before she said that. Yeah. Yeah. She did this wink like, you know what's up. Go wash your hands. No, I'm I'm imagining the light coming through my buttocks. <laughs> I would, but now I've got diarrhea. Yeah. Thank you. Maybe they should make a uh, Chick-fil-A should make a Chick-fil-A sauce hand sanitizer. Oh, hey, buddy. I'd be all about well, that. Someone was saying they had like they have that on their tables or something, like hand sanitizer. And like at some store, they got like they put it all out, and then in 30 minutes, it was all gone. Oh, I'm I sorry. know they had the little individual Purell yeah. toilet packets, whatever. So well, they they're think out, they're they, somebody thought they were at the hotel, and they were just, well, I'll just go ahead and take this. Take them all, yeah, to yeah. wipe them there or whatever. Mm. All right. So um, we have special guests with us uh, Robert Bellinger from Webmerized uh, website design company. Robert is, uh, has created our website, southernfriedphilosophy.com, and then remade southernfriedphilosophy.com to make it even better. Robert, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming. Glad to be here. So, um, Robert, how you and I go back uh, since we were I was 17 years old. So we have had a bit of history. Absolutely. We should have actually saved some of his – the JT stories, this, the best of. We should have probably put that on the Insiders, but we didn't. Um, but Robert, you, you created a website company. You said, Hey, uh, big, and I, I'm going to create this. Um, I was like, you are insane because you had a, another full-time job. Mm-hmm. And so you're doing this, um, one, because you love creating websites, but also, um, just to make some side hustle. And I think everybody, you know, if they could make some side hustle, they would, but, uh, tell us, how did you get started creating websites and tell us about Webmerized? So it, I guess it started around, uh, 11, 12 years ago, um, I had actually had an idea for a website. Okay. Um, it was kind of a local, like, uh, home, what's that home? Um, home and garden depot. <laughs> it was like a it's an Angie's list type thing. Okay. So like Angie's list. Yeah. Okay. I forgot the other site they use, but, um, it's kind of like that. Oh, home, oh, home, home advisor, home advisor, yeah. something like that. Right. So I started building up my, um, I built like a website and I started building up local businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and, they started seeing the site and they go, Oh, I don't have a website. You know, can you help me get started? Mm-hmm. And I was like, sure. I'll build it for, for this, for my site. Can I go along with that type thing? And I started getting more and more requests mm-hmm. and it kind of just built off of that. And next thing I know, I'm not building my site anymore. I'm building sites for all these companies. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how it got started. And I really enjoyed doing it. Not only I'm a very technical person. I love building stuff and, that was that was a lot of fun, but also working with these these small businesses, these mm-hmm. entrepreneurs that were starting out, uh, putting their life on the line, you know, putting a bunch of money into their business, getting started, 
and it felt like part of a family, right? Mm-hmm. So you're helping them build their future. And I loved it. And mm-hmm. so I just kind of kept going and going. And then I got in with some marketing companies. They love my work and then started doing work for them. And next thing I know, it's like, wow, I'm <laughs> pretty busy. Yeah. Right. And so it's just, you know, word of mouth and it's kind of has grown since then. Nice. And it's always changing. It's never dull. Um, you take a website, you know, from 10 years ago. And nowadays it's like, man, it's totally different. Even mm-hmm. like two or three years ago, the designs change on uh, almost monthly basis. All these new ideas coming up. Mm-hmm. I know you like tech too. Yeah. So it's like a new brand new phone coming out in a couple of months, all these new gadgets, all these new views. And it's kind of a, it's, it's, it's fun. Nice. So the journey is definitely very fun. You mentioned on the insiders. So if you're not a Patreon subscriber, you can be, and then you can get this content, but you missing on the insiders that you're really trying to focus some of your time on, SEO, search Absolutely. engine optimization. Tell our folks about that and what is that? So what SEO is, search engine optimization, in, in short form, it helps you, helps Google find your site. Mm-hmm. And so the, the joke is, is you know, where, where's the best place to hide a dead body? It's on the second page of Google. <laughs> <laughs> because, because no one, because no one goes there. You, you right. know, you're, you're lost, right? And so... You know, to, especially if you're a small business, uh, you need to be found. And there's other ways that you can do it. You can do pay-per-click. Don't you pay for every some every time someone clicks a link that Google provides and goes to your site. But hmm. if you do, do the, the kind of organic search and you can be on that first page, it drives businesses, right? It drives people you know, searching for, you know, home and garden or lawn care or restaurants to, hmm. to your site. And it, it takes time and it takes a lot of work. Once you get there, it's free advertising. Yeah, I mean, you have to maintain it and stuff like that, but it, it just drives more traffic. And Google likes that kind of stuff. And, you know, um, the more mobile-friendly your, your site is, meaning it looks good on the phone, the better your score is with Google mm-hmm. and all the search algorithms that, that they do. And so a lot of clients, they have a website for years, and they come to me, I and mean, I've had this site for five years, and I've only gotten maybe one phone call. And it's like, wow, you know, we, we'll, you know here's what we can do. And we start the journey. The first thing I do is kind of work with them. You know, what is your goal? You know, how many clients can you handle? Um, what do you, what do you want to focus on? What's your main, your main service or product or idea? And we sit down with them and kind of come up with a game plan. And if they're local, we, we primarily focus on local business first, mm-hmm. um, and then move on from there. And it's, um, yeah, so it's, but, but getting on that first page of Google is hard. It's hard work, yeah. but it's, Unless it's you worth have it. Like a unique name and somebody specifically searching for that unique name. It's not going to pull up. It's very hard to, right? And and most people think, well, it's just, you know, Google will pull up, you know, all the things. But you're right. It's on the second, eighth, tenth page. Nobody looks at that unless it's very – unless I do. And I'm like, oh, well, I just Googled the wrong thing, so I just keep going it over and over. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's it's tough. So how have you seen business increase um, by using that SEO? So it, it takes time. First off, Google can take up to up to a year, six months oh, to wow. a year, once you have a website, um, to get it thoroughly indexed and to even show up, right? Mm. Um, and but if you start working on what they call keywords, meta information, uh, content's huge, right? You have to have great content to, to to place well. You can't just throw a bunch of words up there and hope it hope it works. Mm. It's an art form. And when I mm. first started doing it, I was like, okay, whatever. I'll, I'll throw a few things up there, and I started learning, and it, it's 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 a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's well worth it because once you get to that point, Google indexes your site and it, it maybe updates it. They may run, they may re-index it once a week or it depends on, on your site. But mm-hmm. um, you can move up pretty quickly and okay. it does take time. And like I said, it takes six months to a year just for Google to, to 
find your site and index it well if you even really show up anywhere. Yeah. Um, but then once that happens, you start doing building and start working and fine tuning your, your strategy. Yeah. Keep going. I'm just, I'm, I'm learning to ask a question because <laughs> I, I, I know I have a website. Yeah. I just don't know how it functions. <laughs> so I know about SEO. Yeah. I, so I, I defer to Brian for any other questions. I mean, we can get nerdy if you want to get nerdy. Let's get nerdy. So, are you, Wait, let's so have Mary when, when you, Let's have nerdy. <laughs> Chick-fil-A massage oil. So you say you're, you're building websites. Mm-hmm. Do you have a, like a platform you work with specifically, it, or are you going to start with a blank page? So it, it, it depends on the client, right? Okay. Um, so every client has their own goal. And I have some clients where I've built you know, pretty much a bootstrap format, right? Grid framework and kind of built it. From a blank page, nothing, sure. all the way up. But then work, after working with the marketing companies for eight, nine years, it's, it's about producing a, a great product but also affordable. So a lot of the sure. CMSs out yeah, there. Yeah, use WordPress. You can right. get a site off the ground in about an hour. Depends, right, right. You can, you can, you can build <laughs> a site. Basic basically. customization, you know. Right, right, yeah. right. And, and I mean, and I always think of as that it's kind of the beginning, right? Sure. Um, it's not just, hey, here's a site. You know, it looks okay, but it's like, you know, it's building the page. It's focusing on what your customer needs um, and, and then kind of building on from there. So I don't say, you know, I do a lot of WordPress because a lot of clients come to me and say, hey, I have X amount of dollars for a budget sure. and, and this is what I can do. And But then I have projects that are, you know, five, ten thousand $10,000 and then it's like, okay, let's, you have more, I can build things differently. So yeah. it, all, it all depends on the client and the budget. And that's why I don't necessarily just go to clients and say, hey, here's what I do. Here's your price. I try to find out what they're after. What's their goal? What's their current state? What's their current financial state? Because some of these websites, you know, it can go ten, twenty thousand dollars in a heartbeat. And most of my clients can't afford that. They're starting out brand new, you know, they're putting some savings into this business. And, you know, to me, you know, I've had some of my clients now for nine, ten years. And it's a great feeling to have that relationship for someone that long and to see them put it on the line and then just grow. Sure. And to the point where now they're like, this is great. I mean, I'm an owner of a successful company and you get to see that. So it's not, it's not just a one size fits all type thing. It's more of each customer, you know, has their own story and depending on what they need and what they want mm-hmm. and how much what's their budget at that current state is depending on your approach. Sure. Yeah. You mentioned businesses. Obviously I think you can't survive and, and maybe this is just ignorant of me. I don't think that you can survive today without having a website. Absolutely. Um, who else would come to you besides just a small business or a large business that needs a website? Anybody, any other groups that you think, hey, that'd be that'd be a good idea for a site? I've had some politicians come to me um, okay. doing doing some of their sites. Did it wasn't Marianne, was it? No, it wasn't. No. I'd have been in trouble for tell that her, one. Yeah, tell her to change her background. <laughs> <laughs> need new wallpaper um you get i get all kind of just off the wall requests right mm. you know i've gotten requests for very interesting dating sites oh. um and it's like i'm not i'm not doing this i'm i'm sorry um i've got a guy called me up and um, he's all excited about the site and he said, well it's pretty much like facebook but <laughs> it's for certain people i'm like okay and my first question is what's your budget and he's like oh i got 500 dollars to start off with and and i'm just i'm like okay you need to go find a college and find some college kid Okay. That, that needs it. And you just get these off the wall, you know, <laughs> I would have taken his money and set him up a MySpace page. <laughs> here, here you go. Right. Facebook yeah. group. Yeah. It's, Facebook, it's just like Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, but you meet some amazing people, and then you also meet some people that you kind of want to forget. But that's that's with any business, sure. Obviously, but um, but yeah, you get all kind of different different asks for all kind of crazy websites too. Okay, uh, you said mentioned budgets. I'm sure you you said you could go all. You know, you've done ten twenty thousand dollars websites, mm-hmm. and then you've gone lower. What's if somebody is starting a new business? What's like an average of maybe creating? A WordPress site, just a ballpark range area. That's one of the most argued questions. Mm -hmm. Um, You can go online, and I'm I'm a member of a bunch of tech tech groups and stuff like that. And and that's one of the biggest questions is is what do you charge? And then you got the people who say, "Oh, I can do this in a day," and and it it costs you know a thousand dollars or eight hundred dollars or whatever. Then you got people say it's not worth my time. Because it's not just building the site, you know, you, you have to maintain it, you have to have your own hosting, and, you know, you're paying for expertise. So, yeah, if you have a college person, they could dope a site mm-hmm. that looks okay in a day or so, and then you can have someone who's an expert who does the same amount of work but has a lot of experience behind it, but it looks so much better. Yeah. But that question, you, you'll get responses everywhere from $500, $800 to thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just depends. So, like, for me, you know, I had a client, that, a potential client that talked to me. And they're starting uh, on the last week, last Thursday, and they were trying to start a clothing line. Okay. And like, I want this. I want to go this this big, big e-commerce website they want a store. Okay. Yeah, yeah. online store. That's not cheap. No. And they want all this <laughs> stuff. And here's what I want. Here's what I. Here's what I, I, I. My end game is. I'm like, great, but what do you have available right now? And he's like, oh, I have like four or five designs. Hey, let's start there. Mm-hmm. And we're still working out his exact needs, but it's like that's how for bigger sites, especially. Let's get you off. Let's get you off. Let's get you running, right? Let's get yeah. something out there that's working for you, and not just soaking money from someone. You know, thousands upon thousands of dollars that they don't need yet. Yeah. Um. So that's my approach, and it, there's there's no simple answer. Right. Um. I mean, I definitely you know I treat charities a little different. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if if I like the cause and it's a good cause, I'll definitely take care of those people. Um. But I mean, you know, you can find you know, a good site design anywhere from a thousand to two thousand, starting out, depending on you know, what you need yeah. and who does it. Now, if you go to a bigger, a bigger company, you know, a big agency, yeah. I, I work, I work for some of those and, you know, they offer a lot more services are off the gate. They're, they're generally more designed for bigger companies than mm-hmm. they charge more, but it all depends. And yeah. and you got to find the right designer, right? Cause I, sure. I, I have a lot of people that I work well with and there's people that we just didn't, <laughs> we didn't yeah. know and I'm not the designer for you. And so you can go find someone else that fits your, your mentality and your goals like that. So that's important. It's never just, you know, Take the first one, right? You know, right. ask around, become educated, yeah. you know, be your own advocate. You know, that's that's a huge. Ask a lot of questions. Sure. So that's, that's a huge part of it. So, are you doing any graphics work also, or do you have them? I I do a little graphics myself. Okay. I, I have people that do a lot of stuff work for me um, because I I I can be creative and I do some work, but I do like basic things, like basic logo sure. work, basic make the image look better, that yeah. kind of thing. But like full like graphics, that's just not my. I can do it, but I'm not great at it. Sure. So I generally have people that are much more talented than I do. Um, I have those guys on my team That's good. that yeah. do it for me. Um, but yeah. Cool. I'm pretty legit at a stick figure. I can nail that. It's great. really good. I'm, I'm kind of squiggly at it still. <laughs> you have the Michael J. Fox version? Yeah. Circle, 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 circle. <laughs> what makes Webmerized different than some of the other ones out there? I would say the relationship. Mm. Um, I don't view my customers as a number and I don't view my customers as a paycheck. Um, 
You know, it's great. I mean, money is always nice, but money she is, is the, in, in, in these times. But, you know, doing this as long as I have, I really value relationships that I make with people. I value the time I get to spend with them. And I learn a, about all kinds of different areas, you know, mm-hmm. HVAC, um, other small businesses, stuff like that. You get to learn what they do and you kind of adapt, adapt and you learn more about what they do and make their site better. But, you know, those relationships are, are awesome. And so I've kind of, geared myself as you're not just getting a web designer you're getting a, a partner right mm. and, you know it's not just hey i'm building a website for you and then you never hear from me again you mm. know i routinely check up on my customers um you know i got a customer that does all the uh the um, tattoo um eyebrow stuff and i does all that kind of stuff and she Whoa. went overseas and was selling some stuff in britain for a while um that kind of stuff and that was neat seeing that you yeah know, doing all that kind of fun stuff and learning the culture over there and learning about all that kind of all that kind of stuff and entails in that um, but you know, for me, it's, it's that relationship mm-hmm. that makes me different. You know, I'll sit down with you. If I'm locally, we'll meet and have coffee. We'll talk about not just your website. How's your family doing? You know, what, you know, what's, what's your goals on this? And then mm-hmm. kind of come up and get a business plan together too. So, yeah. you know, so I think the relationship really sets me, sets me apart. Yeah. Like you, you want to know what's the beginning part of the business, but even just working with you, you're like, what's the end goal? Mm-hmm. What are we going to work on at the end? So, and I value that. Like we have at least some type of roadmap to say, this is what it is now, but you know, we're going to move forward and add this or add this or do this in the future. Absolutely. So I, I really value that. Um, somebody calls you and says, uh, Robert, we want a website. What's the process look like? How does that roll? So the process, you know, after the directly during the initial call is to find out a, you know, find out more about what you're selling or what, the goal of the website is, mm-hmm. is it just an informational website where you're just saying, Hey, here's some information about whatever subject are you big and has coronavirus.com. Then that's purely in, that's purely, that's just, an- <laughs> that's informational. Maybe some links to some, you know, some help, help lot hotlines. Sure. For, you know, an anti web MD uh-huh. website right. as well. It blocks uh- <laughs> web MD. That's an app right there. That's a main already. I'm a friend <laughs> right there. Um, but no, figure out what's the purpose of your website. Mm-hmm. You know, is it just informational? Are, are you selling a product? If so, what is your product? Are you having a service? Cause it's a lot different if you're selling a product or providing a service, it's, it's a lot different on how you approach things. Um, and then from then on out, it's kind of say, let me, let me understand more about your company. And, and then what do you need? You know, what's your goals again? Um, and then just sitting down with them and say, here's what I, here's what my idea is. Mm. What do you think? And they go, well, Rob, you know, I like that, but I don't like this. And then we kind of get together a, a roadmap or a plan and, and say, here, here's the time frame. You know, we don't have to build this all at once. Mm. You know, for the first six months, we can build this, you know, and go with this. And, and if you're in six months, you're ready, we can build on more to it. Mm. And so, yeah. because like, you know, I have people again, that have all these products they want to sell, but they're not there yet, Yeah, but they need more money to make those products. Well, they don't right. have a website and they want to be an e-commerce company. Well, you have to have sales to, right. to expand. So we'll get their most profitable. They think is their most profitable um, products out there. Mm. And then they can go, go from there. Um, so it's just a, a communication. Absolutely. So uh, I just did a quick check and um, does big and half Corona.com is available. Okay. So we can get that. Me and, me and Robert are going to work on we're this. So whenever you're wondering if you have Corona sure. or not, you go to this I'll website it and it's gonna, there's going to be a big red no on it right okay. now. All and right. then when it says no, it has your wife just doing this. Yeah. <laughs> just saying like, no. In like six months, we'll, we'll make it a CMS so I can update it real quick. 
if we bring in beer to the studio, it might switch to, to yes real quick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So, I'm liking saying. the idea. Yeah. That's a good one. Do you have any thoughts, Mojo? <sighs> I, I'm, I'm not technical. Mm-hmm. And, um, but you I, have a website. But you're I a do. small business owner who yeah, no, understands no, like the need for marketing. SEO, SEO management fa- fascinates me. I, I'm trying to come up with the correct word. Sure. Fascinates me because I'm, you know, you're always looking for that first page mm-hmm. look. Um, I, these are thoughts, and you can elaborate on them. So, um, I have a website. It's pretty much a, a cut template for car dealers, mm-hmm. use, motorcycle dealers, power sport industry. It's major companies, and they they handle your SEO also. Which I don't, I don't, I don't see much traffic from it right now. I mine is all dri- traffic driven by me, pretty much. Um, so things like I would be kind of curious to see how uh, someone. I've I've always been curious, like maybe developing another website for, um, especially our products, our services, just to kind of have a landing page for that. Um, to also see if I could basically drive traffic to both sites. Mm-hmm. Um, the e-commerce fascinates me because I, I I'm starting to transition into apparel and things like that. So it'd be I'd, I'd be fascinated by that. But the SEO just fascinates me as far as how. You guys do that, how you make the sausage. I don't know how you make the sausage on that, but I'd be kind of curious. Well, SEO is tricky because Google keeps changing the rules. All the time. So mm-hmm. what I was doing, I was a web developer like 15 years ago, and the things I would, it was, you had to be, you were sneaky then. You'd mm-hmm. hide things, hide. More meta tags and things like that. And that's how like these like Indian companies would get your, you know, you pay them a hundred bucks and bam, your site's up real quick. Mm. Cause they'd go in and on every single page, put these little sneaky little tricks in there. Mm. And then Google got smart and took it all out. So you have to stay up on the trends and what's allowed and what's not and constantly change. And and the big thing is now is the, the, the term is mobile getting. It's pretty much Google. Mo- mobile what? Mobile getting. Mobile getting. Like oh, Armageddon. Like Armageddon. Mobile, mobile getting. Mobile getting. Gotcha. So basically it's it's pretty much saying Google is not going to find your site in, unless your your website is can be viewed mobile, mobile on your phone. Yeah. And it, it has certain type of rules and, and stuff like that. So – you have to make Google happy, um, mm-hmm. and that's key. So they're going for what they call mobile-first design. Is basically saying the first thing they're going to is, hey, does your phone respond well on mobile devices? If not, you're going to have a very hard time being found. If if that. They said now, I think right now it's it's extremely hard to even place if you're not mobile. And eventually it's going to go away where, like, if you're not mobile responsive, if your site is not mobile-friendly and responsive, you're, you're not going to get found. Hmm. For If you're a small business owner – and you have a website now, how do you know if you're mobile-friendly or not? You, there's general sites, but Google will help you find that. Um, but it's pretty – most of it's self-explanatory. Pick it up, and you can look at it. And, and if, it's, if, if it, it just fits to your phone, and you okay. can scroll up or down. Like your, yeah. Our site, you know, Southern Fried is obviously. But there's right. also a lot of tests you can run, and Google can run tests. And we have tests that we run because Google has even tests that says, hey, this button is too close to this image. And oh. users may be able not to – differentiate between the button and the image you should so i get reports on that occasionally it's like, hey this is a little too close sure i'll go in and update it all right so it may not be google friendly but how about bing friendly <laughs> who's who's bing <laughs> alta vista do we have you do that with netscape navigator yeah. is that what we're? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but i mean so seo is key but also your site your site structure i mean having the right content having it mobile friendly um is is a good start and then, you know, SEO could take a while. I mean, I've, on my personal site, I mean, I'm on the first page, but it took me a while. 
Yeah. Um, you know, web design and, you know, is web design in, in Jacksonville, Florida is, is hard, you know, and so I'm up against, you know, really big, you know, big competition, but I've gotten there and it took me some time, a lot of work, a lot of study, sure. a lot of trial, a lot of error, nothing like getting on the first page to go, oh, I'll make some changes. And then next thing you know, you're gone. It's oh God, really? So you work back up, but it's a process and Google, you know, has done a good job about not just catering to big businesses. And, and if you're not on the first page, but you're starting out, they do offer pay-per-click and they kind of walk you that, that ads and you can set your budget. So you can go from $5 a day to $10 a day. That gets so expensive. It does. It expensive. It does, but it does help you in the long run, depending on you. you depend, again, it depends on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. depends on what your service is um, and stuff like that. So that's something to consider, but it's all kind of different options. And again, if you're a service, you're, you know, if you're like a local service, like lawn care company, all those ads like that are, are good. Um, because you can get found Google, um, Google places, Google business. It's free. Mm, yeah. That's how you ship on the maps. It's free. Yeah. Google business is huge. Do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do it. It's, it's, it's free. Go ahead and get it set up. And if you, a service can get a little tricky, but if you have an actual location, it's a lot easier. Um, but that in social media, again, it's free stuff. It's generating traffic. You know, if you're a small business and limited budget, do that first. That's the first thing I ask people. They go, Hey, I want some, I need, I need to build my, my brand. I need to get more business, need more traffic. Do you have a Google Google business account? Do you have a Facebook? And I'm like, well, no, I don't. I said, what's free? Let's start there first. So normally, I, and this is a little bit different, I Googled, does Big and have Corona? <laughs> and what I'm getting is Monta.com, Big Guns, Inc. Um, but normally I'll Don't see, go down that rabbit hole. I'm not going to touch yeah. that one, no. <laughs> I've got covenant eyes on this thing. It, I'm not touching that um, but sometimes you see the ads, like you'll mm-hmm. say ad at the very top. Is that the pay-per-click? Yes. Is that what that is? Yes. Okay. So it's like an ad mm-hmm. and then they do that. Okay. And they have ads for those also ads for map too. Okay. So like on the map, if you have like an ad and it presses, it's actually a green marker. Okay. All the best markers are blue. And that one's a green one. And it says it's ad or sponsored link and you can do that. <laughs> right. So my question is if, if somebody is paying, Google, like, hey, I want people to find my business on maps. Do they intentionally route you that direction so that you pass by said marketplace? I don't know. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, Google, that's not the quickest They'll way. They'll drive to go. you around the other motorcycle shop. Right. <laughs> like, this guy's paying, but. Well, I can tell not. you, back in the day, I hit a Google ad because my wife, like for our anniversary, I'd try to go buy her something like from Tiffany's. The stain, you know, the cheap stainless steel stuff. It's not cheap. It's like a couple hundred bucks, whatever. So I hit, yeah, Google Tiffany's closest to me. Well, there's one in Atlanta. So I load up my oldest at the time. She was a baby. Load her in a car. I think she's probably four years old. So we, I hit the ad for Tiffany's, and all of a sudden I make my way down to Atlanta. So two and a half hours later. I'm sitting in front of a, uh, a strip club called <laughs> Tiffany's Gentlemen's Club. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, uh, I should have probably paid more attention. Probably, probably should have. Yeah. 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 Lesson learned there, right? So what did you do with I your daughter did. when you got there? Well, actually, she she's good for a couple free drinks. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, so I just got this update from on SouthernFriedPhilosophy.com. You posted, even with coronavirus panic buying, no one wants to eat vegan food. Yeah. You posted that. That picture was taken by a friend of ours in Houston, oh, and nice. it got it got memed and uh, went from there. So, um, thought that was interesting. That's that cool. is, yeah. How about when, so when we Harvey a, went? We through. have a fact checker on the on our 
Facebook thing? Cracker you know, you know by the page. I she knows she follows us. Oh, okay, gotcha. And she took the picture during ah, Harvey. I gotcha. And it, it got memed then, and then it's getting memed oh, again. Gotcha. Wow. Gotcha. Interesting. Was there a yeah. shark in the river on that one? No, there was. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Robert, what what are some of your favorite stories? There was a of, shark and a charmin, though. <laughs> <laughs> What's some of your favorite stories when working with customers or making websites that have really just impacted you, maybe your business, but then impacted you personally? Uh, success stories, hmm. right? Um, those are by far. You know, I have I have old friends from school that called me up. I haven't talked to them for years. Mm-hmm. You know, a good catch up time. Like I'm looking to build a website, and then they start it and they quit their job and start their own business. Wow. And next thing you know, he's he's texting me and he's so excited. He's like, I hired an accountant. Wow. He's like, I then a couple months later, I hired uh, a salesperson. You know, I hired a receptionist, and he's just so excited. Mm-hmm. And it's just those type of stories, man, keep me going. Nice. Um, and obviously, they're they're being it wasn't just me, obviously, not, not just the website, but but saying I had a part in that, right? I mean, he was, he's very, that friend in general is very, um, he overthinks everything. So he, he was thinking of a thousand different ways to do things, content, mm-hmm. just stressing himself out, kind of like you with coronavirus, just sure. getting really stressed, stressed out about yeah. nothing. Um, I kind of settled him down and we got a good game plan together. And slowly, and all of a sudden he's like, oh, I got, I got my first customer from the website today. Nice. Great. And next thing you know, he's like, I'm getting phone calls. I'm getting this, I'm getting that. And mm-hmm. then. And, and then he, we started rolling out his Facebook page and some other ads. Next thing you know, he's just rolling. Nice. And that's a great feeling. I mean, yeah. there's, and it doesn't always end up that way, but those type of things, you know, saying I had a part to deal with it and yeah. seeing, make, helping people get successful. Yeah. And, and that, that's exciting for me. And those sure. type of things will keep me, keep me going, definitely. Corona. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, in today's economy, though, I really believe an internet site, website is, you know, just to have some, bookmark on the you know the the, the interwebs i mean i think right. that's huge think i of, mean you know absolutely. i talk about social media mm-hmm. i mean I, i'm still behind on social media like i know how to use the facebooks just opened up an instagram but i find myself just looking at other motorcycle companies mm-hmm. you know watching products and the, their, their social media they do a much better job than i do but I, I think it's huge vital important to have that that bookmark on the on the interwebs to say hey we're here um, and like you said, you don't have to have a brick and mortar for a lot of these right. businesses. So, yeah. Well, think about your website as your office that's open 24-7. Mm-hmm. And would you go – I mean, I've gone to some really shady restaurants knowing that they have good food. You said shady. Shady. Okay, I'm just right. making sure so we don't get <laughs> pinged. Okay. <laughs> I said shady. <laughs> um, but if someone showed up to your business, your brick and mortar store, if you had one, and it looked horrible, mm-hmm. you know, would you go – especially a restaurant would mm-hmm. you, or, or any business, would you be willing to pay these people money to do something for you? And most most answers is no. So your your website is your your office is open twenty four seven. When I'm looking for home improvement stuff, especially you know especially bigger projects, I'll, I'll look social media, I'll get the, the get the ratings, but then I'll look at their website. Mm-hmm. And if it looks horrible, and I'm thinking to myself, you did not take the time or the money to make something right. It mm-hmm. looks like it was built you know eight years ago. I'm kind of worried. You know how how attention how much attention and detail are you going to take on on my stuff? But you know, but you're I, right. I think we I think we all look for that. I think yep. we kind of look for the you know the curtains in the room mm-hmm. and with the website mm-hmm. because uh, there there are you know there's actually if you Google uh, oldest websites on the internet there's actually <laughs> a, a whole page dedicated to <laughs> websites really? that have not changed since <laughs> day one and they that's their claim to fame. Wow. There's a pizza restaurant out there that has the same website yep. and it is like you know 
MySpace 1.1. I mean, it <laughs> is basic. So, uh, yeah, but I, 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 as a consumer, I do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You, Absolutely. You, know, you, you look at those websites are kind of user for me, idiot proof, user friendly, right? But also make me want to stay there. They give me that warm and fuzzy. So it's just, mm-hmm. just kind of like coming to a brick and mortar. I mean, you want to be warm and inviting. Same thing with a website too. Absolutely. How often, if somebody has a website, how often should they be updating that and getting that, you know, new content, updating, making it look fresh and clean? I mean, for content update, you know, I'll, you know as much as you can, mm-hmm. um, especially if you're service-based, you know, updating your specials, um, updating any new plans or maintenance plans you have as, as, a, as a company. Um, as an overall look and feel, um, you know, I, I've, I have clients that want it every year, depending on the, the new in, in mm-hmm. look, right? Um, some, you know, so it can go that far. Um, but we also, we offer also, open, um, offer hosting plans okay. and maintenance and that keeps all our, all our software and all our, everything that we use up to date. Tell so, us about that. So for example, you're, you're, you perked up there for a second. Yeah. Well, I, was, I, I didn't want to get too much in the weeds, but I was going to ask you if you did any hosting. We or... do, we do hosting okay. and, and especially with WordPress, WordPress stuff, especially, um, you have to keep that stuff updated. Oh yeah. Uh, and we have a lot of automatic software that runs and checks everything and updates stuff for us, update the, the core, the core WordPress versions and themes and all that kind of fun stuff and plugins that we use. So no one does that make your site secure and you have backups just in case something ever happens. But when you want to make those changes, right, if you want a site overhaul, it's much easier mm-hmm. because your site is already up to date and then you can go ahead. You don't have to go in there and update things. Yeah, you're not 10 versions behind on something that's going to break something else. <laughs> yeah, that, that's yeah. been some stories of taking over sites and walked in to the back end and been like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. It's like me whenever I decide to play Fortnite. Mm-hmm. It takes like six up- updates to, to get there. Like, <laughs> buy a new phone. By the time yeah. that happens, I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> But it's just personal. I mean, like yeah. if you're if you're a if you're a service and product based, obviously you want to update a lot. Mm. Um, if you're you know, but the look and feel, it's just personal preference. Mm. I mean, obviously if there's any standards, um, design standards, especially from Google, you need to follow those, and that, that's going to help your business. But other than that, though, it's just what's appealing. Okay, right. So, what are all of the the things that Webmerize does? Okay, so we all we already discussed the the web design. Mm. We we do that. Um, we also offer, as we said, hosting and and maintenance plans. So if you already have a website built in WordPress or or not, we can take over your site and make updates for you and host your website as well. Okay, uh, SEOs we talked about, mm. um, pay per click advertising. We do that as well. Okay, um, and also have we we can do some marketing. I'm getting yeah. into that, and um, we have a lot of uh, you know partnerships with other companies that are really amazing that do you know, video advertising and stuff like that as well. Hmm. So we can get in with that and help you help you get involved with that kind of stuff. Wow! So okay. we kind of do do a lot. It's, yeah. it's a lot of fun, and, and it's a lot, lot of lot of lot of cool stories, a lot of things you get to do. A lot of fun. Yeah. Where can people find you? Webmerize.com. Okay. And that's I know it's it's a funny name, but it's spelled W-E-B like web, M-E-R-I. Zed.com. I've okay. spelled that wrong so many times. It's like mesmerized, yeah. but webmerized. I thought it was cute. But memorized yeah. kind of thing. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's that too. Yeah. That's, so that's probably where the O came in. That's not there. <laughs> yeah, I hear the commercial for Dinovite all the time on talk radio, and I still can't think of the website. <laughs> <laughs> it's a DY or DI. And you came here and you said, I've got a special, a special offer for our listeners. So tell us about that. Absolutely. So I think it was um, for we were doing right now. I think it was ten percent. Ten percent. Ten percent with yep. the code. What was the code again? Mojo. Mojo. I, I think you need to double down and go 
ten percent and a roll of toilet paper. Oh, I'll do that. Just throwing it out there. I'll, I'll throw it out. What <laughs> is the matter of brand? Charmin Ultra Soft. Nah, it better not be that one. John, John, John Wayne toilet paper. <laughs> well, absolutely. Yeah, if you call or email me and say you, you found me on the on, on the show, I'll mm. throw an extra ten percent. An extra ten percent. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So twenty percent. Yeah. Giving it away. It's almost free. It's almost free. Yeah. Let's get started. And then you also talked about referrals. Mm-hmm. So tell us about that. So I give referral fees. Um, a lot of my friends do it, mm-hmm. uh, and and clients as well. Uh, okay. I'll throw in, you know, either you know if they already have a site with me, I'll throw in free hosting stuff like that. But I generally, will th- throw them a ten percent uh, referral fee as well. Okay, um, that's how I've grown word of mouth. Yeah, um, I have you know especially small businesses. You know that's how they, that's how they survive. They make networking, mm-hmm. and so that's how I survive. That's how I do a lot of my 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 businesses word of mouth, and so I'll always take care of my friends and clients. So yeah. if if you already have a website and you're like, eh, I'm good. Mm-hmm. But uh, Joe Bob comes to you and says, hey, I need a website. Where did you get yours? And they say, hey, you know what? You should go check out Webmerized. And they say that also use the promo code Mojo, Mm -hmm. that they'll get 10% of that. Absolutely. Wow. That's a good deal. It is a good deal. 10% of the finder's fee? Is that that how that works? Mm -hmm. Wow. Can I I refer myself? (laughs) What if you referred yourself and used promo code Mojo and got 20% off and then referred yourself and got another 10%? That's like six. That's like six extra rolls of toilet paper. That is, uh, that is that's incredible. I don't understand toilet paper math, right? Or it's Weberized to- <laughs> math. I'm sorry. Just just call. Just call. Just Robert. call me. By the end of it, he's going to owe you forty bucks. Pretty that's nice. how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, uh, it has been, and I'm not going to get teary. It has been a pleasure and an honor to know you as a a friend and a person. You have. Um, You you have you go above and beyond not just our friendship but just people in general, and I really respect that about you. You. you have got a, a work ethic that is bar none, uh, and you you work your tail off and you make sure that people are happy with your product. So um, I have no problems with any of our friends saying I need to check out Webmerize because I know I know for a fact that they're going to get a quality product, great price, and they're going to get amazing customer service because I know you as a person and, and because of that, I will hands down recommend you. No doubt. And thank you very much. Yeah. And thank yeah. you for having me. Yeah. All right. So that's going to wrap up our show before I start crying <laughs> <laughs> or have the virus. It's like a damn, uh, Sarah McLaughlin PETA commercial here. <laughs> oh man. Thank you guys for tuning in. Please go to our webmerized website at Southern oh, you, you can all, <laughs> Is it 10%? Hey, yeah, yeah. Just say Mojo Mojo and you get, I get 10%. Uh, you can also check us out on Facebook at Southern Fry Philosophy. Uh, yeah, wherever you list your podcast, just go there. Put the old magnifying glass, Southern Fried Philosophy. If you don't know how to spell Southern or Fried, Philosophy, I can get, I can right, kind of see it hung out. But if you don't know how to spell Southern or Fried, then. I'm on Joe Biden punch throat, punch throat you. <laughs> uh, just hit subscribe, give a like, give a review, a rating. Um, yeah, that'll be pretty kick ass. We'd appreciate that. And I might even throw you a free roll of Charmin for my mm. uh, Y2K uh, supply that I have still in my bunker. <laughs> also, if you're not listed as an organ donor, please go sign up. Go to your uh, iPhone, Apple app uh, for health, I guess. Hit the old organ donor. Um, if you haven't, uh, if you don't have an iPhone, just go to the DMV. I know that's a pain in the ass to sit there and 
register as that, but also register as a voter too. That'd be kind of cool. But yeah, you can save some life. Oh, by the way, we had a, uh, I was part of the uh, fundraiser effort oh, in yeah. Salisbury. Tell us about that. And they, I think uh, we signed up, I think like 60 people out of six, Sixty wow. people out of four hundred for organ donors. That's wow. pretty awesome. Yeah. Wow. How many so, lives is that going to touch? Well, you can save up. You can save 60. up to eight people. So it's four hundred eighty oh. people oh. that you can save lives. But actually, I think twenty parts of body can be given to other people. So that's wow. actually yes, yeah, so it's like twenty four hundred, twenty five hundred people that you can actually help with tissue, organ, bone, eye, things yeah. like that. So yeah, pretty phenomenal event. And that's we got to drink awesome. a few beers outside. So that was pretty perfect. Pretty snazzy. You can't beat it. Yeah, so you know, don't be an a-hole. Go sign up to be a donor. <laughs> Plus, you might have coronavirus. You don't need them anyway. Yeah, you're, you're done. Uh, hey, listen, we just finished wrapping up, and we put on our uh, SFP Insiders Only page, episode two of the SFP Insiders. Great episode. We had a we had a bunch of fun, right? I mean, we enjoyed it. I think it. so. I don't remember, remember Yeah, you, you buddy. Um, I ate a lot of pizza and Mexican. <laughs> there was a lot of old English on that podcast. <laughs> and discount mattress talk. <laughs> Uh, we, had a, we had a great time. If you want that content, it's super easy. Go to patreon.com forward slash SFP radio. Uh, you can join just a dollar, just donating a dollar a month. Actually, put in the promo code WebMarized. <laughs> uh, For just, just $1 a day, Biggin can find out if he has a coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> we got, well, it's a $1,300 test. we got to save up. Yeah, it's going to take a while. Uh, but you, just a dollar will get you access to that. So, uh, you know, go check it out. It's not going to cost you much. So um, do that. And then, uh, again, we appreciate you guys. Take somebody's phone. If you're driving right now, I understand, but somebody around you, uh, just take their phone, just write a review, give us a review. That really helps us move up, as we said at the beginning of the show, um, and then that just leads to more and more growth for our show. So oh, really by the way, on the insiders, shout out to Marty, Commoners, <laughs> Thomas, Commoners, appreciate them letting sure. us host it there, yeah. be a part of the conversation, Yeah, um, appreciate the you know the, the, the food, beer, and camaraderie. Yeah. And... Uh, embarrassing you sure evidently i'm horrid so you're that's, not that's horrid. great <laughs> <laughs> no i'm semi-horrid no you're not uh but anyway so we thank you so much for listening to the show uh, the islamic cleric just came out and said if you actually rub uh, adam and eve's chick-fil-a sauce mm-hmm. on your bum hole mm-hmm. what <laughs> happens avoid the coronavirus <laughs> <laughs> i can't even say it's right well just in that note go wash your hands You're listening to the SFP Radio Network.